The first emerging trend, the first emerging trend that I'm seeing in the real estate world is this. I am seeing various prop tech and various other options that real estate, hey Mark, that real estate agents are using in their business that is moving away from some of the existing methods. Example, there's a group of real estate agents, including Lisa Novak, who is on this live stream with her husband, Mark Novak. Hey, Rob, how are you? Who are using the alternative of before putting a property onto any other marketing, including any of the portals, including any print media, including any brochure, including anything else but social media. So we're, 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 seeing, we're seeing the emergence of various prop tech that is disrupting the current model. <clears throat> no question about it. And Mark uses the term pre-portal, pre-portal. So, um, in addition to that, there is a number of other organizations at the moment that I'm aware of. Many of them are social media sites. One I would actually describe as being the LinkedIn of real estate um, is changing the way real estate is and will be transacted how leads will be generated, and how people operate. So Lisa is now saying that she's made 19 plus sales now. Um, so that's the first one. The second trend I'm noticing is this. There is an increase in commission splits between the old world and the new world of real estate. There is no question about it. The salesperson has become a, full, a far more important, significant person in the model. In the old days of real estate, example, when I was a real estate agent, salespeople used to get paid 30%, 35% debit credit. Some people had a model where they would get paid um, if they hit per quarter a certain number of dollars into the office, but we are now clearly seeing that the salesperson is becoming an a very important commodity and commissions now, depending on the model that you work in. So trend number two is a commission increase splits. We now know that there are people in Australasia that get paid 80%. I'm not saying that that's a better model. I'm not making any comments because I believe that you need to analyze what is actually being given by the party. If a party, if you're going to be on 80-20, if you're going to get 80%, I want to know what you're paying for, right? What you're getting for, right? And you need to know the whole deal. You can't put things out of context. But... One thing is for sure that overall splits have gone up 
And if you are working for a principal that is using an expired model, right? And you really feel, Manos says there's never one size fits all, correct? See, I, and it's a difficult subject for me to talk about because, you know, on the one instance, I can actually see that sometimes someone might be better off staying at 50% with existing infrastructure at a current office than going for 80% on another. On the other hand, if you are only getting the support that you would get in a split at an 80-20, but you're getting paid 50%, then that is a problem. That is a problem. So guys and girls, I'm letting you know that the most important thing now is this, that the salesperson is becoming very important in the mix because they are an audience developer. They are an audience builder. They actually have their own fans. The F word is now here to stay, which is friends, family, fans, and this has got a lot to do with the individual only, and it is not something to do with the office, and I'll repeat it, the F word, friends, family, fans, fans on Insta, Facebook, any of the social media platforms. So guys and girls, that's the second thing. Let me move on to number three. Number three is this. The third emerging trend is this. The commodity dungeon of fees due to portals. Fees have come down. Let's face it. Let's accept it. Yes, you can do things to get a little bit more than your competitor. But when we do an analysis of fees around Australasia and we look at commission splits, and this applies also to London that fees have come down. You don't have to be Einstein to work out the trend line of a percentage of fee over the years. It's come down and down and down. There was a time in real estate, it was 3,100 for the first 100 and then 2% thereafter. And now I've got to tell you, in many parts of Australia, a fee of 1.5% is considered a good fee. Correct, that's right. So let's not bullshit, fees have come down. However, in the process, let's be clear, consumers have become price sensitive. And now what we've also noticed is that most commodities, most services and most products have come down. If you're doing a long trip, you're now paying half the price with Uber or Ola versus taxi. Airline tickets have come down. You can fly from the Sydney to the Gold Coast pretty much Book it tonight, in three days time, you're there for 120 bucks, right? End of story, right? Now, the other thing is, as Manos makes a good point, percentage has come down, but as the dollar amount come down, no, it probably, so, so sorry, the issue is it, it, it has in some areas and it hasn't in other areas because price growth may have gone to a level which has actually compensated, which has compensated for the decrease in freeze. The point that we're making is that nearly every service and provider, like even cars, you get incredible value. $40,000 buys you incredible engineering in a car in 2019, right? 
End of story. So we could go through every product or service and we can see that we've got consumers that are now socially media savvy, they're highly educated, and because they are price sensitive, what's actually happening is that there is total transparency on pricing out there. Let's move on. And by the way, can I tell you, in real estate, one of the biggest causes of fees coming down, it has been, they have been commoditized because the portals, domain.com, realestate.com, which actually deliver incredible value for money, no question about it, because they deliver a lot of buyers, but what the consumer has done now is basically said, hang on a second. Am I going to have a real estate agent that is going to sit outside with an iPad, take names down, and then actually get paid $15,000, $20,000 because they were able to put a property up on a portal, a buyer saw it, came to the open and buys it, and consumers are sort of saying, hey, I get the importance of a real estate agent, right? They still see the value of a real estate agent, but what they're questioning is, what they're questioning is, is what should the value of that be? And what we clearly know is that fees have been impacted because now the consumers are thinking to themselves, does a real estate agent just put a property on a portal and is that where most of the value comes in? Now, here's the deal, here's the deal. The deal is you've got to move away from the commodity dungeon. And the commodity dungeon is this, when basically you're the same because if the three agents they call out are the same, a vendor will turn around and say, your shit, your shit, your shit, who's the cheapest of the shittest? That is playing the commodity dungeon, guys and girls. And what you've got to do is move away from the commodity dungeon and actually turn around and as Tom Ferry says, stack the cool. Stack the cool is to actually layer all these extra things that you do, which are features and then move on and say, well, here is the benefit to you as the client, right? So what you've got to do is stack the cool, move away from being a commodity, and you've got to start being a value-added provider. Show more, do more, give more. So the client turns around and then they might say, hang on a second, you are half a percent more expensive than the other agent I interviewed. However, you are also 5% better due to the following that you're doing. And one of those has to be, um, as Michael Tringali has indicated, negotiation. So negotiation skills becomes a very important part of the value proposition. Because I have a belief that what a vendor also is paying for significantly in the commission is the conversation the real estate agent will have with the final buyer of the property. That is where a lot of the value comes from. And in fact, there is a law of negotiation that says 80% of the value of a negotiation will take in the last 20% of the time. Important law. 80% of the value 
of a negotiation will take place in the last 20%. And I think that good real estate agents will have extremely good dialogue that will say to a vendor, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, hey, I know my fee is 2%, but what I'd like to remind you is that until you're happy with the price that we get for your property, it's all hypothetical because I'll be getting paid zero because you won't be selling. And in that instance, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, all you really have to decide right now is which is the agent you feel comfortable to have the final conversation with the buyer of your home. That's where the value is. Let's move on to trend number four. Trend number four. And that is there is becoming a tension, a tension, tension between a principal of an office, the sales agent, and the data, right? So there's this fight going on, right? And that is like, who owns the data, right? Who owns the client? You're a salesperson, you work at an office. On the one hand, the principal wants you to be a high profile agent. On the other hand, they're also concerned that your profile could become so big that they go to sleep at night and they're paranoid you're going to leave, right? And if you leave, what actually happens is, do you take the client with you? Do you take the relationship with you? And this this is creating a lot of tension in real estate, right? Because in some cases, real estate agents are saying, I don't care, you come work here, you bring the data with you, what's yours, you can take if you leave. In other offices, what it is, is it's quite different. It's like, if you leave, you can't speak to any of the people you have dealt with whilst your time of employment here. And um, if you actually go and watch the video in the real estate gym that I did with Greg Jamison, the solicitor, you will see what the answers are. Okay, let me move on to trend number five. Trend number five that's happening is the brand erosion. There's a bit of a brand erosion happening due to the structural change and the erosion of traditional media. So many, many years ago, right? You know, you're in the, say, eastern suburbs of Sydney and there was a paper called the Wentworth Courier that was the Bible to real estate, right? And this Bible to real estate had everything in it every home. And what happened is that this Bible to real estate also created a brand for the office, which meant the barrier to entry for someone was difficult because they would come in and if they set up a real estate office, they would actually be up against an office that would have 20 or 30 or 40 pages, right? Now, I have to say to you, um, what's actually happening now is this. What's actually happening now is this. It's happened in employment and recruitment. And that is that people through Seek, through LinkedIn, set up their own recruitment agencies. And it basically means the barrier to entry into uh, owning a business is a lot easier, which has seen a lot of the models emerge 
where you know people are running one-man shows as being part of these smaller marketing groups, if you'd like to call them that, cooperatives. Um, so guys and girls, this structural change has meant that the brands in a particular area have diminished a little bit and what's happening now is the brand of an individual sales agent is becoming stronger. And what actually happens is this, that this, 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 this individual girl or guy basically is the brand in the market. And what's happening is vendors are choosing to deal with individuals. And that, my friends, says that everyone now, as an individual, should be thinking as if they're a media company. Do you understand what I'm saying? You must be thinking like you're a media company. And what I mean by a media company is that you produce content, you edit that content, you distribute that content, and everything you're doing is either building or destroying brand equity in you you now are becoming the chief marketing officer of yourself. So let me move on to number six. Number six is this. It's consumerism. Number six is consumerism. I mean, we have to accept the world's fucking changed, okay? We've got to accept the world has changed. Never never in my mind did I think the safest thing, if I couldn't do it, was to have a 15-year-old daughter go from A to B in a car with a stranger she has never met with no money on her. I never would have thought in my lifetime that that would be the operating model for a young person to go from A to B. Never expected that. But in fact, that is the safest thing because I can track on my phone, I can track on my phone exactly where the car is and I'm not worried on whether this person, my daughter, has got money to pay for it. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is never in my mind would I have expected a bunch of guys sitting there on motorcycles and bikes outside eateries waiting to pick food up working for Uber Eats. Now we're seeing parts of Australia where cyclists have congregated waiting with a backpack that is frozen to deliver food to people. I never would have thought that that would be the way people would be operating with their meals, right? The third thing is I never would have expect uh, uh, I, I would never would have thought that the way people would actually and, and on Thursday night while I was in um, in uh, in Melbourne I saw for the first time ever a couple that had never met, met greet outside a pub where I was having um, something to eat and they were obviously on a Tinder date they sort of said hi to each other, they gave a sort of brief greeting, kiss, whatever, and um, and I've got to accept that people meet this way these days, and I have to accept that some of these relationships, maybe not the one I saw, because it looked like a fucking mismatch, and 
Um, yeah, but many of these relationships are going to end up becoming marriages, marriages. So what has consumerism in 2019 look like? Because this is trend number six, consumerism 2019. Number one is that people are price sensitive. Number two, people are time poor. Number three, people are incredibly tech and socially media savvy and the television has been replaced by the mobile phone, just like you're watching this instead of sitting down and watching a television show. Um, they're also pretty educated and that education has come via Google. And in addition to that, they want speed as... Um, Shane has indicated is the new currency. They expect to have a proposal from you if you're a real estate agent the same day, right? That's what they're expecting, right? Um, so as Chris says, Uber real estate, shush, don't tell anyone. Look, I'm not quite sure whether Uber would want to get into real estate because I have a view that they're currently at the moment is a people that are bloody pretty good at providing incredible value for money in real estate. That's what I believe. Um, and we've actually seen companies like Purple Bricks exit places like Australia because they obviously were not able to win market share um, and um, they've chosen to um, uh, exit, I presume. Um, and why I presume that? Because they're not here and you know what else? I would suggest that there's plenty of instances at the moment that are saying to me that the people that are winning in real estate at the moment are people that are providing fast service, good service, and at a fair price, and they're smashing it. Now, guys and girls, there's six emerging trends. Now what I wanna do is cover five things that I think you need to overcome as an individual to win. Let's go through them. The first thing I think you've got to overcome as an individual is this. Number one, call reluctance. You've got to overcome call reluctance. This issue, this issue, yes, Michael, we are going to get Vlad and Slider guy on at the same time. That is one of my, one of the things I'll do. Um, call reluctance. That's not going to go away. You're going to have to learn to not procrastinate picking up the phone. That's the first thing that you're gonna to have to learn to overcome. The second thing you're gonna to have to learn to overcome is this, temporary incompetence reluctance. There's this thing called temporary incompetence. It's when you do something for the first time, you're rather incompetent, right? And then that is only temporary because the second time you do it, you're less incompetent. And then the third time, you're even less. And there comes a time when you actually become competent. And I'm saying to you, every person that was competent was once incompetent. And what you've got to understand is you've got to overcome temporary incompetence. And this applies to whether you're doing the chest press at the gym, this applies to whether you're going running for the first time, and this applies for whether you're using a new piece of script or dialogue that you've picked up in the real estate gym and you think, today I'm going to try that dialogue, right? 
That is what I mean by temporary incompetence, reluctance. The third thing that you're going to have to learn to overcome is the fear of rejection. I know that one of the real reasons that most people don't do things is they're concerned that they're going to be judged by other people. I know that a lot of people won't shoot video content because they believe that they're too ugly, they're too fat, they're not good looking enough, they don't have the right equipment. The list goes on and on and on and on. But generally speaking, what it is, it's this insecurity about the judgment of other people. Hey, listen here. If there's some idiot in Adelaide that's going to say something nasty to you online, why would you fucking care? Why would you care about someone that is not one of your closest friends or family, right? Why would you actually, like, why would you back their view more than your view? Number four, the fourth thing you're going to have to learn to avoid and stop putting off is video content creation. You are going to have to participate. 5G is here. Next set of phones that come out have got 5G. Video is going to be flying. There is no buffering. Guys and girls, I'm telling you alone that here, my whole business model and many real estate agents models these days are purely based on a video first strategy. The last one that I'd like you to let go and you're going to have to overcome is attachment. Your attachment to anything. Guys and girls, listen to me very carefully. Nothing is permanent. Your current health is not going to stay this way. Your fingernails are now growing. Cells are also growing. Things are changing. Everything is actually just flowing. Nothing is static. So I'm saying to you right here, right now, guys and girls, listen to me very carefully. Let go of the attachment to anything. If things are good, I'm letting you know they're not going to stay good. If things are bad, I'm letting you know they're not going to stay bad. I'm letting you know you have to accept that bad things will happen that will be out of your control. Yes, correct. I know there's a thing called karma, but what we clearly know is that bad things happen to good people. And what you need to do is to never get too attached to things and have a belief that everything is going to work out in the end. So don't count score each hour, each day, because that is going to get you on an emotional roller coaster ride where you're going to be going from the heights of exhilaration to the depths of depression in 24 hours. Guys and girls, I want to thank you again for your attention. We live in an attention economy. Looking forward to seeing the Kiwis. Josh Tesselin, I am going to see you in New Zealand. We have got a great conference there, the Young Persons in Real Estate uh, Conference in Auckland on Wednesday. On Thursday, he's joining me to have a meet-up with our real estate gym members to talk social media and video. Guys and girls, with love. And um, Lisa, speak soon. See you in New Zealand. Do me a favor. Press that share button if you thought the content was useful. Guys, 
God bless.